On today's show, Steph Curry said Luka Doncic is next. What does that mean? And who else is next on today's Locked On Mavs? I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavs. I believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show. Making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, subscribe, follow for free. Just search Lockdown Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below let us know in the comment section outside of luca who do you think is up next we're gonna say up next a lot today you're just gonna have to define that however you define it <laughs> if you want to support the show text us get text alerts from us on mavs rumors and more subscribe to our subtext click the link in the description you get text straight to your phone from us and joining me as always my co-host writer contributor at mavs.com the up next negligent the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris inching closer to to FIBA World Cup. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for some real oh, basketball. I'm ready. So it feels ready. Like, it feels like it's been forever, but it really hasn't been that long, but it does feel like forever. And then, you know, we get the World Cup, we get some good basketball, we get some Luka Doncic basketball, and then before you know it, it's it's training camp, and we're watching Mavs basketball. Oh, I'm so ready. First shot, my first play. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, we will do FIBA coverage throughout the, the weekend coming up and then all through until Slovenia and Australia are, are knocked out. And so we'll continue to do that. Josh Green had an update today. Uh, reporters in Australia said that he is good to go, that he should be ready to play against Finland. I can only think of Finland the way Patrick Starr says it in SpongeBob when he gets hit in the head one time. I think of Markkanen. I can only think of Patrick Starr saying, Finland! That's every time. They'll play Finland, and so he should be good to go. Luca will be good to go. He had a press conference today, and so we'll be covering that. But today, we've got... I, go ahead. I had a random question to throw at you at the beginning. Can, can you say one more thing? Hey, thing one, one more thing. One Next more thing. For the, till it's three seconds left to talk. I wrote this down to actually ask you at the beginning. My son asked me a question today, and actually it was yesterday he's in my office yeah at, at, at work and I, I love pop figurines like funko pops funko yeah and so i have a, a tree beard pop if you're a lord of the rings fan yeah I'll, so anyway walking tree looks, yeah he looks at me really seriously and says but papai is he like related to groot <laughs> and it was one of the best the moments question of like no, but maybe. I don't know. Like, sure. Like, let's just cross. You know, like, this is the ultimate universe here. Are we really getting into how trees populate here on the, today? Sun set out. In this episode of Fatherhood, we'll talk about tell you how, uh, how trees. And it, I don't think it could have happened because the Ents lost all of the, the female Ents. Remember? So That's true. <laughs> couldn't find but, them. So if there was Treebeard, I'd say Groot is up next. Yeah, fair. Young, young Groot is definitely up next. Uh, but today, we'll do our who's up next. We'll talk about the Seth, Steph Curry quote about Luka. Really, like, 
high praise from Steph Curry. And then we're going to do a who's next draft, where we're just going to draft who's up next in the NBA. And by the time we get to it, you'll understand what up next means, I hope. Uh, But before we do all that, I want to give a shout out, birthday shout out to Justin Ledger. His wife reached out to us uh, and he listens to the pod. He's a, he's a card carrying member of the raccoon squad. He listens with his kids. Shout out to Justin Ledger's kids. Shout out to you guys. Hope you have a great day today. Hope your birthday was good. I think it was yesterday, but I hope you had had a good day whenever it was. What up, Justin? And uh, yeah, enjoy it. Have a good one. Hey hey, kids, Justin's a, a cool dad. Know that. You don't Maybe. Know. You don't, don't lie to his kids. <laughs> if he listens to Locked On, that means That's he's fair. cool. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Here's the quote. On Gilbert Arenas' podcast, Steph Curry said <laughs> – Yeah, it is. So many players' podcasts. Steph Curry said this about Luka Doncic. You know, the ones that are going to be on the stage every playoff run trying to, you know, win the championship and, you know, chasing MVPs and all-stars and all NBA teams and all that um, – Luca's like the guy, obviously, that's that's right on the precipice of um, of accomplishing all those accolades and and just you know what he's what he's about as a player um, and that threshold of like how do you just crack through? I hope it's not now, <laughs> but it's like when you play against him, like you can feel it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's and then afterwards, Gilbert Arenas like. He was like, you know, I totally agree. Hold on. Let me just play my favorite song. Uh, What are your thoughts about what Steph Curry said about Luka Doncic, about him being on the precipice, that he's up next? I mean, it's always – it's cool whenever you see the, you know, the the greats – uh, give Lucas praise like that, especially in a moment like that, that, uh, you know, there's just, there's so many players, you know, like Nick said, we're going to do this like fantasy draft for the rest of the pod. And as you just start going down through the list, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Oh man. I forgot about that guy. Oh, okay. Dang. Gotta have him on this. And it's like, there's so many good young players in the league. And for, you know, for Steph just to call out Luca like that, that, Hey, you know, you know, Luke, Luke is the guy. He, he is the, the one, that is right there on the precipice of this. So uh, I don't know. I thought it was really, really cool. It's wild to me that a guy can be on the precipice, like quote the precipice, whatever he thinks that means, and be four-time first-team All-NBA. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's insane to me that Luca can, can be that. How many times has Steph even made first-team All-NBA? <laughs> well, and it, it, it's kind of when you, when you talk about up next, I feel like a lot of people – you know, immediately just look at the the youngest guys in the league. You know, Luca's at twenty four, and Steph's made. Steph and Luca are tied for first team All NBA selections with four. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Luca might pass him at some point. I think he might. <laughs> but but it's also a testament to it. Of I mean, we could do a whole pot on this. Like we have talked about how that's what we're doing. Well, on like Luca's greatness with oh. this of. You know, when we were talking about Hall of Fame stuff a few weekends ago, we're like, "All right, Luca's already in. Like, yeah. if he retired now, he'd be in." Uh, and it, but, but also, it's like you start comparing, you know, to you know Luca's first five years in the league now to LeBron's first five years, and do really anybody's first like five years in the league, and say, "All right, how many players throughout NBA history have had better, you know, first five years in the league?" It, it's going to be, I mean, Lucas right up there with, 
the all-star appearances, the playoff appearances, the and the craziest thing of all, the four first-team All-NBA, which is insane. Like, he's already just stacking up on the accolades. He, if he just continues down this path, it's just, you know, rings is going to be the thing that, you know, just moves, continue moves him up in, in the all-time list. Yeah, that, that's the next thing from him. And that, that's kind of what Steph was alluding to when he talked about the precipice. His next thing was, you know, what he's about as a player, that threshold of like, you know, how do you just crack through? And he said, I hope it's not now because he doesn't want Luca to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, that's the guy. That's the LeBron in the East where he's the one making it to the finals every year where it seems like Jokic has done that now. Jokic has yeah. cracked through and all of a sudden the West is like, oh, now we got to worry about Jokic every year and worry about him you know, and, and go through him because the West goes through him now because he, they just made it in one. And so and, and, I thought and it was Luka funny is, that I thought it was funny that Steph was like, you know, I hope it's not now because they want to still win. Yeah. And Luca age wise is yeah. just behind those guys is just behind Giannis and Jokic. You know, the two guys I saw this tweet the other day and it was like the NBA by eras. And it was great, great thought exercise. Great. You know, X interaction there. And <laughs> Um, it's called Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Twitter interaction. But it was basically like, you know, this was, you know, this decade was the magic and bird era. This decade, you know, nineties was MJ two K, you know, then it was Kobe and, and Duncan. Uh, but then, you know, the, the last decade being LeBron and Curry and it's like, all right, well, what's this next, what's this next decade, this next you know era going to be. And I, you know, you don't want to, you almost want to give it the international label, like the international like trio of Giannis, Jokic, and Luca. Uh, but Luca's got to hit that moment too, like Giannis and Jokic did, yeah. and they're just ahead of him age wise, career wise. So if he follows the same path, then hopefully he has his Denver and Milwaukee moment, you know, like Jokic and Giannis did, and that's what we look back on as this, you know, this era and this decade as this kind of European trio. Can we sneak the Raptors championship into the international era? No, we can't. But they're they're can they're Canadian, so uh, yeah. Coming up, I want to talk about why Luca is next and what does it mean for him to just crack through, and then we'll do our fantasy draft on who's next. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do that, let me tell you about Ibotta. Ibotta has you covered because it's summer. You may finally be taking that summer vacation, or you're just coming back and you're you're buying a bunch of after you're buying a bunch of school supplies. You're getting back. You're doing. Uh, meal prepping, you're buying a bunch of groceries. You're like, all right, we got to save money now after all the money we just spent. So enter Ibotta. They can help you save and get cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods, stuff from Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, all that kind of stuff. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year that can cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you can just get cash back on that flight that you've been eyeing. Go check it out. Other apps will just give you points. This will actually give you real cash back. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED. When you register, go to the Google Play or the App Store, download the free Ibotta app, use the code LOCKED. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, I-B-O-T-T-A, promo code LOCKED. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps. Being part of this show, on tomorrow's show, we'll talk more Dallas Mavericks. We'll break down what's going on. FIBA is coming up this weekend, so we'll have a lot of that coming up, covering Luka Doncic and Slovenia and Australia and Josh Green and Dante Exum. So we'll have that. Um, the question I want to ask about Steph Curry's comment about Luka being the next guy, like on the precipice, what does that mean that Luka is next? Like, why is Luka the next one? Like, 
in the eyes of like Steph or like yeah. why yeah. we why, agree why with him? Why would another player, multiple time MVP champion, why would he say that? What does he see? Well, I think he just sees that he's got it all. And I mean, he's seeing the accolades too, but you know, for him to talk about what it's like to go against him also and what he has at that size at, you know, a six, eight point guard that just, I mean, I go back to the JJ Barea interview with JJ Redick, you know, I, you know, I feel like a lot of stars probably feel the same way that they're just watching Lucas and all right, you're already top five. Keep drinking your sweet teas. All right. Like, <laughs> because if you, if you finally figure this thing out and hit the next level and go to that next level and you come back, you know, they're just like dreading the off season that Luca comes back and he's you know, ripped and in shape. And it's like, <laughs> all right, now's the time, you know, he's taking that next step. So I, I, if conditioning is the only thing holding a player back from being the best player in the league and winning a title, then which is, there's a lot of other things to that, but I'm just saying like individual wise, if other stars are looking at that, then it's a pretty good spot to be in. To me, I think there's one thing that really stands out about Luca that sets him apart from some of these other players we're about to draft in this, and that's his game steps up in the playoffs. Like the difference between why someone says, "Oh, Luca is next," and why Joel Embiid was kind of never put in that spot. It's like, oh, he's he's the next guy. He kind of you know he made his way up to MVP, and eventually, like he won this MVP a lot, but like for the most part because he <laughs> like he had the stats for it and all that, but he like lobbied for himself a lot. He was the one pushing himself and there wasn't these other players saying, Oh yeah, don't like Joel Embiid, man, that, that guy don't like other people are doing this for Luca now because his game steps up in the playoffs, right? He, he plays the Clippers really tough. Those first two years, he makes it to the Western conference finals with a team that probably shouldn't have in that, you know, in that third year making the playoffs. And you, like, you just see him in the biggest moments, take that step up with his game average you know 39 and 8 or 10 <laughs> assists or whatever it is and curry's played against that you know and seen it firsthand and seen him almost steal a game two in in golden state that they really really needed in the western conference finals and so i think that's why luca is, is up next and the thing that he needs to do to just crack through right is a lot of the things we've talked about it's conditioning like you mentioned before it's knowing how to get teammates involved and not just Look at it like a binary, okay, I score or I, I hit an open player, right? There's got to be a little bit more to that. There's there's more to the psychology of making sure the players get the ball. The thing that Donnie Nelson said on like his parting shot on the way out, like getting his, player, getting his teammates more involved, there's a little bit more to that that I think a Jokic has figured out that Luka can get away with not doing. He's gotten away with all the stuff, all, the, all his weaknesses basically so far. Uh, but if he gets better at a couple of those weaknesses, then then that's when he's he's arrived. All right, let's do the who's next draft. You're itching to do this. I'm ready. <laughs> when Isaac doesn't do the one more thing on any point, I know he's he's ready to do the next thing. <laughs> we put no parameters on this. We told neither neither of each other like what parameters to take. It's just who's next. Like you're you're making this draft for who you think is coming up next in the NBA. And uh, Luca's off the board, right? Yeah, yeah. Luca's off the board, so we're gonna draft after that. All right. No parameters. Take your pick. You going first or me? You go first. All right. Uh, we didn't put age parameters on this either. So I'll take somebody one year older than Luka Doncic. And I'll take Jason Tatum. I knew you were going to take Tatum. I was going to do a 25-year cutoff. Okay. Like at 25 years old. That was that was my internal one. But since you did it, you kind of broke it already. Yeah. I mean, he's the only one I put 
I put down, I kind of broke it down by ages and wrote na names down under age marks. And he's the only name I put under 25. I've always been a big fan of his. I, I think, you know, the conversation of like, you know, that, that group, um, and for a lot of the stuff that you talk about, you know, that we talk about with Luka Doncic, I mean, this dude is, I mean, he's been in the finals. He's, he plays a great defense. I mean, for all the stuff, it, you know, you could go the younger route and, you know, there's definitely younger guys that will take on this list, but I'm like, I don't know. I think Jason Tatum is like one of the next, if not already one of the next faces of the league. All right. I hear your first pick. You get, you take Jason Tatum first to feel that one. All right. All right. Who you got? I'm going with the sexy name right now. The one that, Oh, he's getting all the hype. The right one now. that everyone's hyping up right now. I'm buying the stock. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. It may be frozen because it's in Minnesota, but Anthony Edwards taking him off the board. That's good. That's My guy good is 22 years old. <laughs> he was just yeah. 21 like a couple weeks ago. And to see him, just some of the shots that he he took in some of these US like Team USA games, it's not just that he's overwhelming everybody with athleticism. He is doing that too, but he's hitting these turnaround pull-ups. Like he's just, he's such a skilled player. He's so incredibly athletic. Like, and he's got this attitude that I think, you know, we'll just take, take him so far in the NBA that I'll take, I'll take Anthony Edwards. I'm feeling really good about that being my first pick. He's been a lot of fun to watch so far in these exhibition games. And I, I mean, when you talk about like approval ratings in the league, I mean, he's oh, right up the there. highest. Yeah. Like, people love this guy. And yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. Hopefully he can get out of Minnesota at some point. Um, no, screw that. He can win in Minnesota. I think hopefully they can get the, one of the bigs out of there. Correct. There you go. <laughs> I, I feel for Ben beacon and locked on wolves and wolves yeah. and actual wolves fans, because I mean, they had to deal with Dirk beating KG. Like they had to deal with KG yeah. going to the Celtics and like winning a title. And that was a, a win for them. Like, no, okay. Let's get a title for them. Yeah. They got to get towns out of there. Um, this this one's so funny. So, so you're not going to pick Towns, and you're up next. Is that, is that what I'm I'm gathering? Dude, Towns is like 27. It's pretty wild. You just uh, pick 20. You just pick 25 year old Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. This this one's kind of funny for me because it it has been a journey from the from the draft, and now it's come full circle. So I'm taking SGA, and <sighs> you're just going with the old guys. So he's 24, but. It's funny because I was kind of on the camp of like, hey, I think I would take him over Trey Young it, coming out of that draft. And I was like higher on SGA than Trey Young. And it, it looked pretty dumb early on because he wasn't this SGA. And I kind of, I, I'm not going to lie, didn't like fully like, dang, like, did I miss on that take? Like that was, and then slowly, I feel like it's come back around. And I feel like more people's back, I, I doubted myself. And now I feel like people's more, on that corner now of taking SGA over Trey Young. No, I'm I'm with you. I would I would have taken him if I was gonna do 25 year olds. That he's the probably the first name I would have taken besides Jason Tatum. Uh, he's a he's amazing. Like the way that he took he just takes a step up in his game every year. I was listening to Ryland Styles from Locked On Thunder on Locked On Fantasy do his like team preview. Josh has done all these team previews. They're must listen. They're awesome. And him talking about Shea. Like, Shea has taken a step up in his game. Every off seasons, like he goes into the off season, he comes back and he's better at one thing. And it's just made him so much better than everybody else. And like to lead that team and to that, that's such a young team to the play in last year. It's just, I mean, it's an amazing yeah. feat to score what he did with the way that they play and to play defense still like. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Coming up. I've got my next pick. 
pick four off the board so far. Jason Tatum, Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilders, Alexander. Who am I taking next? We'll tell you in the up next fantasy draft. Up next. Up next. My first shot. My first play. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, being part of this show. All right, Isaac. Tatum off the board. Anthony Edwards off the board. Shea Gilders, Alexander. Luca, obviously, off the board. We, we didn't take him. You're taking the, Trey? The who's next draft? <sighs> who's next? Give me. I know who you want to take next. I'm taking Paolo Bancaro. No! No! I almost took him over SGA. I know. Wait. No. No, 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 no. He was next on my list. I, how, you want me how? to show you? How? He, because you gave me heck because I said that I would take Paolo over Wimby moving forward. How are you taking Paolo now over Wimby? Just just because. I, well, he's he's a year older. We've seen him in the NBA. I'm still a little weary about Wimby in the NBA. And we've seen okay. a year of Paolo, and I know that he's good. But Okay. Yeah, I'm taking him. Screw you. I'm allowed to change my mind on things. <laughs> I mean, I'm all in on Paolo. Yeah, like, I mean, if we're doing like, hey, who, you know, there's no parameters for this up next thing. And I love SGA and all of that. Like, I mean, I'm like, I literally would. I would take, you know, Paolo over Wimby right now. And I, I know that I'm in my door. Last time I said that on the podcast, there are definitely comments about if I was high or not on that one. But. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the normal comments we get about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, man. This, Guys, this... Isaac doesn't have any kids. He, his kid didn't ask him about the tree beard and tree Groot. Beard. He just, he was just sitting around and you know, he just, he just thought of that. <laughs> um, gosh, that dang it. There's a lot of good names still. I know. I didn't think you were going to take Paolo. So, Okay, I'm gonna hold off on on that name. All right, give me Wimby. All right. Okay. Were you gonna take him if I didn't? Oh yeah, definitely. Who's my next? I mean, my next two were were Paolo and, and Wembyama, and I went back and forth on which one I was gonna take, and I decided to just go with the guy I've seen one year of. That. Yeah. We heard really good things coming out of Team USA camp, like he's playing with Team USA, and feel really good about Paolo. But yeah, Victor Wembyama, like just how unique his skill set is and how professional he is already. Like being that professional this early in your career usually works well for you. That's why so many like, uh, like and former NBA players, sons are so good in the NBA because they know the professional life and they've been like worked with a trainer and did that, did that whole thing all the way coming up. And Victor Wamanyama, his international, like his team that he played with, like the Metropolitans, was built around him. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, he's been doing this for a while. This has been a dream of his. And so I be- I really do believe in him, even if I believe in Paolo uh, being up next just a little bit more. And maybe a little bit sooner. Yeah. My next pick, I'm going Cade Cunningham. Thank, just, thank you. We're just going number one picks off the board here. Yeah. Um, Cade Cunningham has had, you know, he was injured last year. Didn't look too good even in the games that he played, but he's been doing really well in Team USA camp as well. Uh, he could have had a, a spot on this team, but he's just got that, you know, almost Luka-esque size passing ability that you just want in a guy that's, that's quote-unquote up next like this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's just a special, special player. No, I'm with you. Um, yeah, 
any of the anybody that's selling Cade Cunningham stock right now because of the last year, um, hit me up. I'm interested in buying all the property right now. I'm I'm really big on him. I'm literally only taking number one picks: Anthony Edwards, Paolo Bencaro, Cade Cunningham. <laughs> that's all I'm doing. Is taking number hmm. one picks. Who is next? I guess you can have Zion. <laughs> you already took Wemby, so that's true. Um, I'll take Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm, that's um, a good one. He's 23. I think you know everybody's reading the same stuff and watching the same stuff with him and Team USA. What he means for you know USA. I think he's going to have a monster World Cup, and I think he's going to have a monster first part of the season without Jaw. And mm. yeah, I just yeah I, I like him a lot. So I'll take him here. That's a good one. He's 24 too. You'd think that he would be older now. He already has a defensive player of the year award under his belt, but like him and Luca are the same age. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. My next one's Tyrese Halliburton. Easy one. Ooh. Easy one for me. Um, have you seen the video of Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Halliburton? They're, they've become real good friends now. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the a guarantee they'll be on the same team in the next like ten like five years or so. Like those Where? two New York. Those, wherever those two will, will find a way. Cause that's what team USA does <laughs> just connects these players. But Ty- Tyrese is, is so good. He's just such a great passer 20. He averaged 20 and 10 last year. Like as a 22 year old made the all-star team. Uh, he's 23 now, but he he's just a guarantee. He should be on the Mavericks. If the, you know, if, that was a, a, what if we've done before that they Mavs were trying to trade Brunson in that yeah. 2020 draft to, to go up and get him. And they wouldn't have Josh green, but they'd have Tyrese Halliburton and Luca and that, that duo would be so fascinating to watch, but oh yeah, Rick was up. a big Halliburton guy. Eventually got him, and yep. Now are you going to get Anthony Edwards to say, "Hey, I'm taking my talents to the Midwest again." Yep. All right, I'm going to zag a little bit. Take him, Cooper Flag. Whoa! <laughs> I told you I'm going to zag a little Can bit. Can the man even drive yet? <laughs> I'm going to take Cooper Flag. Wow! Off my board. I debated him and or Cam Boozer, but I'll take Flag. I He's the only non he's the only high schooler, him and Boozer ahead on my list. He's the only guy with a history report due next week. Like <laughs> Cooper Flag. He did reclassify though, which is interesting. It doesn't change how old you are. That's true. So but in our who we have no parameters on this, but the who's next like you pick the guys that are the closest to being the age, like in Jason Tatum and Shea, and now the guy that's the farthest away. From yeah, I'm just trying to cover all the parameters of this. You pick the guy next in the NBA who's not in the NBA for an, another year or two. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Because we have no rules on it. Uh, okay. You want to take, like, Chris Ball's son or? <laughs> Give me uh, Bronny James's kid. <laughs> Oh, I was like, wait, really? No, uh, give me, give me jaw. Okay. Jaw will figure it out. I, I think, th- I think it'll, I think it'll work. Did you hear T Morant recently? I his, saw him. His dad, T Morant was like, it's not, Jaw's not in trouble because of his friend's decisions. It's about the decisions that he made. And for his dad to come to that conclusion, I would hope that Jaw has come to that conclusion now. And if he's come to that conclusion, I think he's on a good path. You hope he's on a good path. And when he does play, he's amazing. And he has taken his game up in, you know, on the biggest stages too. That first year playing against the, uh, what was it, the the Jazz in the playoffs? Like where he had that like 40, what was it, 40 point game in the playoffs? I mean, he does take his game to the next level. They win games you don't think they're supposed to in the playoffs. And uh, only 24. 
Yeah. He would have went much higher if, you know, all the other stuff. Um, give me Cooper flag over him. <laughs> give me Scoot Henderson. Yeah, I knew you were going to take it. I knew for sure you were going to take him. I almost took him over Wimby, but. I know. Uh, yeah. I'm I really know who you're deciding between. <laughs> I know. You know. You could have like. taken Cooper flag like 25th or whatever number we get to. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to really, you know, dip into the the younger crowd there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Scoot's going to win rookie of the year. So I'm, yeah. I'm really hot on Scoot. I'm with you on that. All right. I'll take, I'll take this the other, where, this is I'll take, it's fun. I'll take the other disgruntled one. I'll take Zion Williamson too. <laughs> All right. Well, you can just get Trey next. I'll take, I'll take Zion Williamson because, uh, he's way better than many of these players on the list. If he plays, the problem is if he plays, so. <laughs> if, he plays if he plays i would if he's healthy i take him over paolo like he's he's amazing i'd still take paolo um gosh this one's hard because there's a couple of guys i like really really like but it's about like ceiling you know what's fascinating is two players that i think is polarizing at this point besides trey young is Lamelo and scotty barnes yes that you know two rookie of the years and Lamelo won that over Anthony Edwards, right? I could be wrong. Um, Correct. Anyway, just kind of polarizing guys that, you know, a year or so ago, they're probably going much higher in this, but I'm going to go with Evan Mobley. Okay. Yeah, he was he was the next guy on my list for sure. I like Evan Mobley. He's got to take a step forward so that the Cavs yeah. can trade the Mavs Jared Allen. That's exactly <laughs> the benefit here that we need. All right, so now I'll take Trey Young. Just, be, just no. Oh, okay. I love this. No, no, yes, no. please do. No, I'm doing my 25 year old. I'm doing I might my take him. That's fine. I'm doing my 25 year old cutoff, so I'm not. I'm not doing it. I have a, tw- a 25 is the like is too old for me, and definitely 16 is too young. So that <laughs> I had a floor and a ceiling on mine. <laughs> I'll take Scotty Barnes. Give me, give me Scotty Barnes next for Sean Woodley and the Raptors fans he's he's gonna take a step forward this year because he's gonna have the ball in his hands they're gonna like put a lot on him and then he'll take a big leap from next year to the year the year after that with all that experience yeah you want to take one more let's let's take two more each (laughs) let me me pull back the curtain isaac has two names he really wants to take so (laughs) my my goal over the next two picks is to pick one of those two more um i'm going to take Gosh, do I take RJ Barrett here or <laughs> didn't make my list? <laughs> um, nah, he's, t- I can't, I gotta pick that. one of these. I just, I give me Jabari Smith. Wow. <laughs> Dude, he, dude's been like grinding in these workout runs. We, we got to put a limit on how much stuff we're getting. Like, I mean, I'm seeing tape breakdowns of the Rico Hines runs. And we, we got to, we're really, okay, we're really now, desperate for this. No, now listen. We've heard some good things. Henry Abbott reported about, about yeah. Omax that he's been killing it. And that, that a scout came up to him and thought, it was like, oh man, I didn't realize that guy was a rookie. That's what you yeah. want to hear. In those. Yes. There's one thing here that he's doing well. There's another thing of saying, you know, if I'm, if I'm posting clips saying, dude, he's doing great <laughs> on the, on the veer screens and, you know, and all that. so. 
<laughs> anyway, keep going. With my next pick. Second to last pick. <laughs> my next pick. Come on, who are you going to take, huh? huh? I'm trying to decide if I if I want to pick the one I think Isaac's going to take or if I take the one that I want. You want to take Omax from me? Okay. I'll take Chet. Oh my gosh, why wasn't he on my list at all? I'll take Chet. I think that Chet is just such I a all about him. He's such a unique player. He's going into his technically his rookie year this year. Uh, him at the rim, just all the stuff that I saw in some from summer league, like oh my gosh, I think he's going to be a really good rim protector right away. Just his instincts and his crazy arms. Obviously, he's got to put on weight, but he's he's a little far away from next, but I think he'll be there. That's a good pick. Yeah, he wasn't even on my list. Dang it. I want to take him. Uh, last one, I'll take Cam Boozer. Just. <laughs> Who's your last one? How old is Cam Boozer? 16. Isaac is taking several like high schoolers in the, on this list. I think they're going to be really good. With my last pick, I'll take Franz Wagner. Oh, that's good. I was debating between him and... Um, would it have been dumb to take Jalen Williams in this? Which one? <laughs> J-Dub. <laughs> no, I don't think that would have been dumb. Okay, because I had I thought like, about Giddy, too. Yeah, I had Giddy, J-Dub, um, Keegan Murray. Mm. and I think, over, Like over LaMelo Ball, even. I don't, yeah, I don't know why I'm just kind of like out right now. I, I kind of have LaMelo in the Zion category. If you're guaranteeing me like three years of health, then I'm like back on board. But I don't know. It's just, I don't know. But there you go. Let us you know should, who you should make it. We should put these on uh, on X and see what people think. But the, they're not teams. They're just who's next. Yeah. N- no roles behind it. And just let people argue <laughs> about what that means. <laughs> we'll put it there. We'll put it on the YouTube community tab. Guys, let us know who you think is next in the comments below. Check back with us tomorrow with more Lockdown Mavs. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.